What's up guys? Welcome back to the video. Vlog, video, channel. Um, yeah, so you guys know that uh, in November 1st of last year, I wrote this book, Excommunicated Warrior, um, based off my trans, well, yeah, my transition out of the military, out of special operations. It's been out in the market for a little while, so now I really kind of want to explain because there's a lot of people that haven't bought it. They're like, well, I, I think it's, I thought it was a military book. And it is to some nature, but I really wanted to break this thing down and explain really the title, because the title are like, what does it mean? What does excommunicated warrior mean? Are you excommunicated? And, and so I wanted to explain the book and explain really what's happened to the people that have read it and I just break it down. So there I was. And man, I was a raider. I, everything that we did, our team, like the, you know, the, even down to the neighborhood I lived in, it was basically base housing for special operations. And anybody in, as a Green Beret or anybody that's out knows it's the exact same way. All the Green Berets live in the same neighborhood, majority of them. So that's your life. Your family falls into that too. They run around with other little Raider kids. You know, that's just what it is. And then you get out. I left, which I thought I was ready. Um, you get out and you're not this anymore. You're not an operator. You're not a you know, a military service person. You're just that. And that starts to like, you, you don't really know it, but it starts to eat at you and you don't understand why. To give you a snapshot, it was never my intention to write this. It just kind of naturally happened. As you guys know, I'm also the director of the Raider Project. It's a nonprofit organization uh, that, that falls under Gallant View. That um, really set out to provide transition assistance to military members transitioning out of the military and, and help help them ease into civilian life a little easier. Or, or so I thought that that's what it was going to be initially. Uh, and we still do that, but that's just one thing, one you know small thing that we do out of a lot of other things. So for four years, I was working with veterans with the Raider Project and Gallant Few to, you know, help them deal with some whatever issues that they may have uh, acquired over the years and uh, and to ease that transition process. Well, I started to see a trend. I started to see a trend with veterans that were going from uh, military service to civilian, especially during the, their service during times of war. And I started giving these speeches on kind of what I've learned and, and this trend. And what I saw was I developed this the seven stages of transition i know there's like seven stages of grief and everything but i really did see this like the same profile of everyone that uh, i worked with and they were in one of those stages i went around speaking to people about this these subjects and lo and behold uh what i thought was a veteran issue was really just a human being issue. It was an issue that we all go through um, transition, whether it be a divorce, whether it be um, losing a business, whether it be uh, leaving the military, getting laid off from a job, you know, after working there 19 years and you're, you think that you're about to 
collect retirement, but you don't. That can be a huge blow to your psyche. We grow up in this tribal environment and you know, from the time that we're, you know, kids, say, say we take a football player and he is, he is playing peewee football, he's, um, he goes to middle school, he's playing football for the middle school and then high school, boom, gets drafted, now he's an NFL player, getting paid big bucks, loving, playing football. Boom, knee goes out, 24 years old, done. Not a football player anymore. Right? Same with the military guy. You've been in the military for over a decade. You're this thing, right? You have your tribe, you have your squad, your team. And then after at 30-something years old, you're on the couch, and this is what you see. Yay! So why excommunicated? The reason why it's excommunicated warriors, I came from a community that everything that you do is a part of that community. Your identity, the, the clothes that you wear, the things that you do, how you live your life, your, the, the almost down to like where my kids go to school, the neighborhood where I live in, it's just such a tight-knit community, and, and they, we do a really good job of building that community and building the connection within your team, and, and, uh, and whether, it's, whether it was the rec reconnaissance community or whether it was the Marine Raider community, you feel, once you make it through those selection processes, you feel like that is your family, that is your community, that is your brotherhood. And, you, you know, they say soft for life. They say once you're Marine, always a Marine. And to some extent, that's true. However, when you get out, those dudes continue on. They continue on with the next mission. They continue on with what they have to do. And you're alone. You are feeling like you were lied to, that you felt like I had all these brothers, but your phone stops ringing and it's not exactly the way that you thought it was gonna be. So it, it's not really about actually being excommunicated. It's more about a feeling that you, f you feel excommunicated from a community that you poured yourself into. Um, I heard a good story of a good friend who his father was working for UPS and he was like right there at retirement and he got laid off. Why? I don't know. Uh, was it UPS fault? Was it guy's fault? It doesn't really matter. But you work your entire career at a company. That's like your community. That's the your corporate culture. And you think that you're like you're doing a good job and you're putting in your time to build retirement for yourself, you know, for your family. And right at the end, you get yanked. The rug gets pulled out from under you. You feel excommunicated. You feel like you're banished somewhat from that world or you felt like you were lied to. Like here I am, this, this super tight brotherhood, this super tight community that they'll always be there for you and they're always, um, they're always gonna click, call and, and hang out with you and that's just not the case, unfortunately. Um, 
and any veteran or anybody that's gone through this kind of life change will attest to that. And it, it's not because someone's doing it maliciously. It's because things just change, you know, like they have their own thing going on. And I'll tell you a, a short story about what's actually in this book um, with my own story here in a second. So as I was saying, my personal story, I, I when I was going to publish this book, we we hold, held off for a year because we were working with other publishers and they either wanted me to take this and remove my personal story and make it just about the seven stages of transition or remove the seven stages of transition and just make it about my personal story. And to be quite honest, I thought they were dead wrong and I disagreed with them. So we did it on, on our own. So we self-published this book and I'm really glad that I did because I was able to write it the way that I felt that it needed to be written. And I and I wrote it in a way that honestly, it's just like the way I talk to, you know, in any of the videos and those that have read that know that this is literally, if you've ever had a conversation with me or heard me speak, the book is written just like that. It just, it flows so easy. And I, and I honestly can say now that, I, that I've gotten so many reviews on Amazon, that I've gotten so many reviews on the website and, and so many messages of, of how this book has is, is helped people that I'm confident in saying that like, I did the right thing because I get the most, most time, like even 11 Bravo can, can read it, which I find funny and it's a joke, but I understand what they mean. It's just, it flows very well and it's very easy, but I kept my personal story. And, and not only that, but I, every stage that I explain what stage of a transition you're going through life, life change transition. I put my own personal story in there. I explain where I was. I get very freaking vulnerable in here. And I wrote stuff in this book that my own wife didn't even know at the time. Um, so when, when I'm, when I finished it, we actually, when, you know, you guys know I was, I flew to Greece and we, and we, and I wrote this book, uh, I finished it over there and she was reading the chapters and, uh, she started to cry because, you know, I opened up about some things that I had not shared with her before. Um, in the hopes to get you all to relate to the book and to relate to my story. And by doing so, I realized that it's not my story. It's not just my story. As I said at the beginning of this video, I saw a trend of, of people going through life changes that all were similar. And that's how I developed the seven stages transition. Well, when I wrote my story and people started reading it, they said that they felt like I interviewed them and wrote their story. And this is not just military. This is, you know, mothers and, and uh, you know, business professionals and just random people throughout the world that relate to this because they've gone through that same thing. One of the things that I, was, I said I was gonna bring up was talking about the excommunicate thing and your community moving on. Uh, I had a couple friends in the book uh, that, you know, they stopped calling and and they were doing their own thing. They were still active. I was out. I was I was doing pretty well in the contracting world, uh, and I was probably one of the times at my lowest. And it's in the book. You know, I had a pretty self awareness uh, scary situation. I'll say it. Um, I won't. I won't say a. Yeah, I mean, maybe like a, a bat with suicide or the thoughts of suicide. And um, they thought that 
I was living the dream, I was okay. But in, really, in, re in reality, I was at my lowest and I needed, my, I needed them more then than I ever had really. And, but their perception was like, Nick's living the dream, he's successful, he, he's out of the Marine Corps, he's doing it. So he's moved on from us. But in my world, I was like, I felt lied, lied to, like my whole career was lied to. So it's all about perception. Uh, on that note, if uh, you haven't reached out, if you haven't talked to a friend in a, in a while and you think that he's doing good, reach out, say hello, text him, say, what's up? And, uh, you know, do a check-in process. But because you never know what you see on social media, what you think you have going on, you really don't know what the, the real thing is happening, what the real world implications of their life or what they have going on in their life. So reach out to a buddy. Uh, anyways, moving on. So it's it would be a bad Marine of me to uh, talk about the seven stage transition and all the different things that, and I'll just go through the chapter here. Stage one, apprehension. Two, the excitement. Woo, shortest chapter in the book. <laughs> the excitement of change. The bowl of bad emotions, circling the drain, sinking or swimming, putting in the work and making it the top. Now, I would be, like I said, I would be a bad Marine if I was that guy that just brings up a bunch of problems but doesn't really talk about solutions. So in this book, I talk about the three keys to happiness. And those happiness, those three keys to happiness are uh, sleeping, believe it or not. Uh, the human body needs sleep. If you're not sleeping, well, start with that. Uh, physical fitness and then finding your passion. And I, I break those three things down using my own story and to give people a roadmap to get out of those seven stages of transition or if you're stuck. And what sucks is, I'm gonna go get my mug because you guys need to see it. So I, I made this mug for myself. Enhance, own your shit. So I, I made that to where I have to look at it because if we don't own our shit in our, own, in, in our transition or in a life change, we are going to get stuck in one of those stages for a very long time. And I've worked with vets, I've worked with people that have been stuck for like 10 years. And all they needed was like the roadmap. All they needed was a little bit of information to get them to the next step and to get them to success. And instead, they just get stuck. So we have to own our shit. We have to look at it. We have to take care of ourselves first, own our shit, and then put these steps in place to where we can make a life change. Nobody is gonna do it for you. Uh, you're not a victim, you're not entitled to anything. Like, it, it, even if something bad did happen to you, even if you did get laid off, the military screwed you over, job screwed you over, you got divorced, your ex-wife screwed you over, your ex-husband screwed you over, it doesn't mean, doesn't, who gives a shit? It doesn't matter. Like, do not have the victim mentality. You cannot just, as soon as you take on that victim mentality, you have a million excuses of why you are the way you are, and you're never gonna go anywhere. That's the truth. So nut up, ruck up, sack up, whatever you wanna call it, um, and own your shit and let's move the fuck forward so we can live a happy and successful life because we absolutely can, but it's all on the individual. Your spouse and your, or your significant other's not gonna do it for you. Your friend's not gonna do it for you. Your boss is not gonna do it for you. Another family member's not gonna do it for you. It is 100% up to you. So, 
That's the reason I wrote this book. And it's my personal story, so if you guys ever wanna know a lot about me, or my mentality, the way I think about things, uh, get Excommunicated Warrior, share it with a friend. If you know somebody who's going through a big life change and is struggling, share that with them. Uh, positivity wins every time. Uh, we attract the information, we attract uh, the energy that is around us. So if you're constantly putting out negativity, you're gonna receive negativity. If you're putting out positivity, you will receive positivity. I hope that helps, I hope that explains. If you've read this book, please leave me a review on Amazon or on the website, um, or shoot me a message, let me know what you think. If you have any questions about this at all, I wanna know your thoughts. If you've read the book and you have some thoughts, like drop a comment below, uh, I will be paying attention to them. Uh, yeah, link to the book is below. If you're overseas, we ship overseas, Amazon might be cheaper shipping. Uh, we are faster than Amazon here in the office, and plus I sign them all here. So if you want one of these that I actually sign, uh, yeah, get it from xwarrior.com and we'll go from there. Um, I love you guys. I hope this, I, this helps a ton of people, man, thousands. And I'm like super humbled that my story can motivate, inspire, and educate others to live a successful life. And that's kind of what my whole mission's about. So I dig it. All right, love you guys again. Never quit, never surrender, always forward. Go check out the book. We'll see you guys in the next video.